0: Daniel and Scylla. Um, we've been in a room for about how many hours have be?
1: Gosh, a couple of them, four that's all five. I can say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More than one listen to four ten. or
0: five hours judging the DNAD New Blood um, 2019 awards. Um, we had to go through how many applications was it? 25. 25 applications um, or submissions. And um, it was quite interesting to see where people thoughts are in terms of the use of technology so just so if people don't know what the dnad awards are is um this very traditional design award that has happened for 40 years i think
1: new blood is the 40th year next year but the dnad itself i think is 60 something years again if that's a number you should check
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah it doesn't matter uh, but um yeah so what what how it works is that uh, brands put um, out some briefs so brands that sponsor the awards put out some briefs and students um, throughout the world um, answered the brief so today we were looking at the submissions of COOTS which is a um,
1: it's one of the oldest banks in the world. Yes,
0: one of the old banks in the world. Um, and I'm here with uh, Daniel and Sila, as I said, because they've been a judge, like myself, uh, going through all these submissions today. And um, so, yeah, so just wanted to, so first of all, let's start with a little bit of about yourselves. So, Sila, do you just want to tell me, you know, what you do and why do you think you're here?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'm Sila from Turkey. I'm from Istanbul. Uh, I'm a designer by background as well. Uh, I came to London for my graphic design masters in here and then I started working as a designer but then jumped into advertising and then I set up my own agency, uh, ran it for five years as a digital creative agency and then um, I pivoted the whole idea into going um, more on the technology side of things and trying to bring agencies together with creative technologies Mm -hmm. so that they can actually um, lift their creative pitches in front of their clients. So now I'm working in that area in between. That's really cool. Mm -hmm.
1: What about you, Daniel? So my name is Daniel Hirschman. I am the uh, co-founder of a toy company called Tech Will Save Us, which we make kids' toys that help them to learn how to become creative with technology. And uh, I'm actually wearing my other hat, which is the CEO of a company called Hirsch & Mann, where we build uh, experiential interventions for various brands, where we kind of elevate a, a technology for the sake of a meaningful experience for the customers of that particular brand. That often happens in retail, at events, and uh, sometimes even in cultural spaces.
0: Oh, that sounds a really cool job. Um, so, is this your first time here, being a judge, or have you been judged before in a DNA day?
1: I have uh, my first time as a new blood judge. Uh, yeah. I, way back in the, almost a previous life, I was a judge uh, for the festival, but that was so long ago, I almost forgotten it. Man.
2: <laughs> Showing <laughs> your
1: age. I don't tell anyone. It's How
2: my it's my second time as a new blood judge. I okay. was here again two years ago f- um, judging for a BBC brief.
0: Okay, is it mm-hmm. has it changed a lot? Oh
2: um, no. The process yeah. of DNAD? Yeah. No, I don't think it changed a lot. No. It was the same process, just sitting here, looking, going through the work together and just discussing like how we feel about it, yeah. and uh, yeah, I think it's, it's very, very similar to that. Yeah,
0: this was my first time, actually, so I found it quite interesting the way it works, and it's very, very cool to see, you know, all different minds and young minds thinking differently about the the, pro- the problems that you actually see, you know, in an agency or in your own, in your own work. Um, so what were the biggest trends that you saw today um, happening in the submissions?
2: Well, I can say that Um, so the students are definitely exposed to um, the new trends, Mm -hmm. which are wearables, A.I., um, What else? The voice technologies as well. So they were trying to touch on that while they're answering the brief. So I think that was one of the, especially the uh, mobile apps together with voice recognition and a bit of AI touch as well. That Mm -hmm. was like the main trend that we were seeing repetitively today. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that was the one. Do
0: you think it's a good thing or a bad thing?
2: It's good to touch up on that as the industry is definitely there. Mm-hmm. And um, But the question is, um, is it just for the technology's sake of doing things? Mm. Or, you know, just looking into the technology, understanding the technology, and if it's really beneficial for the brand and the brief itself is the main question here that yeah. we were trying to struggle yeah. uh, deciding on yeah, as well. Yeah, that's what I saw as well. A lot of like tech-led ideas. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, just to add to what Silo was saying, AI was definitely the kind of most regularly um, thrown around term uh, and technology. Uh, I'd say the majority of which didn't fully genuinely understand the application of that technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's one of the struggles that uh, a a brief, which is intended to uh, celebrate or make use of more uh, contemporary or new technology, tends to, uh, well, you tend to get mistakes like that where People will throw around technology for technology's sake. Yeah. The, the 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 concept of that t- technology will be used. What I found really interesting. I mean, this is for Coots, which is a bank. Uh, blockchain, which is obviously something that you would expect to hear a lot about when re- in relation to banks, was mentioned by only one of the applicants. And yeah. that I found quite surprising because it, it seems to be almost a given, that at least a reference to that. I know it's complicated to understand how it, how it works, but it's been around long enough now and uh, demystified enough for a, a, what I would expect to have seen, which is a few more making use of that technology. Yeah. A couple other notes on the voice. The voice stuff, I think, was interesting mentioning uh, assistant tech like uh, Cortana, uh, Google Home, and Alexa, that wasn't as much of a trend as I may have expected it to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fairness, it was for a bank. So how much uh, how much you're allowed to access by <laughs> those tools? Is a, bank, isn't
0: it? Ex- exactly.
1: But I thought, you know, th- th- those are very in vogue at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, those sorts of voice activated assistants in one's home are very meaningful. and Well, at least they're Everywhere now, and they're grow they're a growing trend at the moment, and the the value of them in our lives is increasing at the moment. So, I I, I can I think I would have expected that to be a bit more um, uh, present in the applicants.
0: Yeah, so yeah, a lot of wearable um, yeah. stuff, which it's kind of weird to hear that, but it, it sounds like a trend that had, you know, has been like going on for a while, but actually dying right now, rather than. Increasing? Well, maybe that's. I think
1: the interesting thing about these trends, the hot terms, right? Wearables, then IoT, then blockchain, you know, these are all. Yeah. very, very exciting in <laughs> vogue terms that, that always happen before there's even, what they, what happens when people talk about those things is there's a real drive and interest and focus in these kinds of technologies or these worlds. But really, before it takes five plus years quite often for them to truly take on. Yeah. So, you know, people were talking about IoT, what, like four, four years ago, I guess? Yeah. Now we're seeing the home sort of starting to be a bit more intelligently connected, and that's exciting. But is it new tech? Actually, yes it is. Yeah. To us as consumers, it's a hundred percent new tech. Mm-hmm. But it's in for the people who are at the edges of what's currently being spoken about in technology, it is old.
0: Yeah. Which I find,
1: you know, that's a weird that dichotomy, is, right?
0: That is so yeah. true. Because maybe because we are we have been in this industry for a while, we kind of like see that as a being old, but you're right. Perhaps it's it's not old, because Mm -hmm. it's actually happening right now. Maybe we we saw it as something that was coming out, but it's actually Mm -hmm. now happening.
2: Also, imagine the students receiving this brief, which includes um, a wording like, you have to come up with new and innovative technology solution for Mm -hmm. this brief. So imagine yourself not being in the industry practically, just searching for like, what's out there right now? What are the new technologies? Then you actually find ai visual search like or voice search all of these keywords and i think um that that was their starting point point, mm. just to match the brief yes and then for us maybe as judges we are too much into it and mm-hmm. just seeing oh actually this was done before or you know yeah. it's not well thought of but from their point of view i think th- that is considered as very new mm. like yes, emerging exactly. as well
1: one thing i would just add to that though is i think that um, perhaps one of the recommendations I would make for students doing this sort of thing in the future is you should be putting the technology into something. I mean, this goes back to the, almost the first comment that was made. You put the technology in that's right for the concept you're trying to deliver on, and don't pepper it with other technologies because that doesn't get you more points. Right? You don't get the technology points for every single time you mention a really hot term rather it's a great execution that leverages a technology in the right way to deliver an awesome concept that is what you want to try and get right if it may be one technology that happens to be contemporary or uh, quite new but it's a great execution using that technology man that is that is, that would have won everything right yeah exactly and i think we, we tend to want to try and like convince people that we understand new tech by uh throwing lots of it at the yeah, idea exactly, yeah Yeah. But
0: only in the students.
2: Oh, I does. think yeah. that happens
0: everywhere. Yeah, you talk to people; they all throw the same it's
2: words. Um, it's actually you should nail the idea, and then with the uh, technology, you just it, enhance yeah. the execution and the delivery yeah, of it. So exactly. that's the that's the uh, sequence of thinking. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah,
0: that's what be. um for for the winner today. that obviously we're not yeah. gonna say who is the winner, but for the winner today, what I thought it Wait was.
1: Wait a second! There was a
0: winner. Yeah. There was a winner. <laughs> um, what I thought it was, the successful part of that idea was the the connection between an insight and a concept mm-hmm. rather than the t- technology itself so something that I saw in a lot of their submissions was like tech 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 you know and then at the end let's show show, show you some research or why we came up with this idea but it didn't really link mm-hmm. so I think I don't know what you th- guys thoughts are but rather than necessarily focusing on the tech as you said it's like the simplicity of like traditionally when you come up with an, with creativity is, is you start from an inside. Mm-hmm. so just working on that inside first and simplifying it and coming up with a good idea to answer it mm-hmm. I thought that was the best execution if mm-hmm. that makes sense so would you yeah. agree with that?
1: Yeah I think it's an interesting one because on the one hand uh, I guess Apple says this you know if they were to get user feedback they would design Oh, what was the? Sorry, there's a great quote for yeah. by Henry Ford, right? It's the yeah, yeah. If, if we, we would if have we asked, asked people us, uh, uh, what they needed, they would have wanted faster horses. Yeah, instead we made the car. So you you know, there's a little. It's a little bit of both those things. On the one yeah. hand, you definitely an insight should drive. Um, an insight related to a particular brief or question should definitely help you to drive why you may approach something in a particular way, and then you attach the technologies as required to that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you may just have a nub of a really awesome idea that you wanna explore and express, yeah. which I would I would not tell you, I would. I would my point is I don't recommend only doing it the one way. It's worth kind of having that big blue sky thinking, even for a moment so you can just explore what's possible yeah. and then realize maybe okay that wasn't that doesn't work at all mm-hmm. or maybe there is something there that you can apply to the other ideas that you were coming up with yeah. so so i hear you but i i definitely think don't don't discount the other no, the other yeah, way yeah
2: exactly When you talk to the clients anyway, at the end of the day, you will hear back about what is doable, what is not. Like even in this judging process today, we had someone representing the client here and uh, it was great as um, having a soundboard kind of person who is actually saying, well, this, this insight is not correct or because... Um, as judges, we are not in that industry. We, we don't really know their rules and regulations. It's banking. It's a bit mysterious. Like, it's not very well, um, wide open to know. So um, it was great to have that kind of, um, viewpoint as well to actually take everything back to the um to the brief and to actually what they want validate the insights and uh, that's how we come up with the um the winners actually yeah it's also a very hard audience to research Mm -hmm. like
0: for like a you know normal student um to be able to tap into like millionaires which are like actually the the people who like bank with this bank is a hard Mm -hmm. audience yeah, there's still data available to help you shape your
1: idea. Yeah, exactly. I think um, the fact of the matter is there. we're living in a world now where you have access to a lot of insight. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that insight is correct or not is another issue entirely, but the fact is you can still find nubs of ideas or nub, uh, v- uh, valuable metrics you can apply to yeah. whatever you're trying to come up with. Um, again, whether that's believable data is another point entirely. Uh, so I, I, even though it was a difficult audience... I I, I kind of agree that it would be great. It's great when you saw people gathering insights and sharing those as the things that helped them to shape their ideas. It definitely helped.
2: Yeah, yeah. some of those insights as well were surprising to the judges too like if you remember like looking at some of the applicants um, some people were pointing out oh you know even if the the work itself is not a good execution Mm -hmm. they would point out this is a great insight like how did they think of just looking into that particular uh, place basically Mm -hmm. so it was actually surprising uh, some of the judges as well so it was a great research done by some of the students
0: Yeah, I felt like um, if you were to combine bits of different ideas into mm-hmm. one idea, it yeah. would have been a very good result. yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I also
1: think that there, you know, there were moments where I think an idea may have been. Uh, let's see, how do I say this? There were ideas that probably were intended for one thing, and we saw it as something entirely different, and in some cases. It was a better idea the way we understood it yes. yeah. than the way they intended it. And in other cases, it was the opposite. Yes. Uh, but that, what that speaks to for me is on. It's really important. This is for stu- you know, student work. It's amazing what kind of work we were seeing. Some work wasn't great, and some like some of it was really outstanding. Uh, and you, whenever you remember it's a student, you kind of be like, oh wow, that that is actually quite impressive. Mm-hmm. What they were able to to come up with without any of that professional experience. But what I would always recommend is. You should show the work that you are about to present as your application mm-hmm. to somebody who has no idea what it is you are trying to, uh, what it is that you're doing yeah. so that they can at least let you know, hey, do they understand the brief? Have they answered the brief? Um, are there any obvious holes in the proposal that they're coming up with? Um, visually, does it tell the story in the right way? And if you get the checkbox from your friend or whomever it is mm-hmm. that did that assessment, then you can submit it. Yes. But quite often we do things so last minute we don't give ourselves that <laughs> yeah. space and time to review things. Yeah. But I highly recommend make sure that somebody else has sense check whether or not the idea you're trying to get across is what they understood. Yeah.
0: Testing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah.
1: test their test idea. It. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: their final outputs before exactly. they submit them. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah
2: show it to some other people, just get their opinion like if it's clear enough because what we were struggling with some of the applicants as um, they had, it doesn't matter how many slides you have or you presented with a video or the format obviously depends on your idea but uh, some of them we really struggled to just understand like from the the copy that they write or um, some of them were really detailed and too, too much information that wasn't enough for uh, all these judges in one room with having maybe two minutes each of you know looking at one uh like a uh, project so just be clear as you can basically yeah, to convey concise. the idea yeah. i think it
0: was a good it's a good thing that people think about oh they believe that showing a design process end to end is valuable for um you know on a mission wow. so what i mean is that we saw a lot of like um Detail design and pictures of workshops that they've done together, and like you know, flows, etc., etc., which I think it is valid in a ca- academic con- mm-hmm. uh, context. But as you said, we only have two minutes, mm-hmm. we have written off the screen, mm-hmm. and you know, people tend to like not engage with that level of detail as much. So, even though maybe the work and the ideas were great, I'm, I wonder how much on the execution is actually potentially more valuable for you to be that you're listed?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good question. Uh, it's that balance between execution focus yes. versus like concept development. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, my my personal opinion is yeah. you focus on concept development first and execute what you need to other concepts. So it's clear yes. and concise to your point. Um, you know, what we've been discussing, there were a couple of really great demonstrations of high end, well, Let's call it high end execution, right? <laughs> yes. Like somebody who really knows how to do great, wireframes, um, graphics, uh, tell a user story, however they need to do it in a way that feels professional. Mm. But they were doing such a great execution for an idea that just didn't land. Yes. And, and so that's, that's why if you focus on getting the idea right, then you execute what you needed to tell that idea. Then that's, that's it. It's remember two minutes to your guy's yeah. point. It's just two minutes that somebody has to absorb that information. And if se- by the same token, we will make mistakes. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is still a subjective scenario. We're still mm-hmm. judging based on what we know and what we feel mm-hmm. and what we've seen in that day. And so if you are a student listening to this, uh, this is my apology. Uh, for those of you <laughs> who didn't get what you were hoping to. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that the work that you do isn't great. It just means that in this moment with this group of people, it mm-hmm. didn't land uh, according to what we were expecting from the brief. Yeah. So... You know, the execution may have been brilliant. I'm telling you, there's some things that did Mm -hmm. not go through that had amazing execution. I would hire those people. Yeah,
2: definitely. But not for
1: concept development. Mm Yeah. Right.
2: And also during the discussions as well, uh, like looking at just the execution, if there was a video, for example, just explaining the whole thing, uh, there were some questions from the judges at the end asking, so what is the insight? Like, we don't know where did they come from to to this because they left it out. Mm -hmm. Like during the, if you're doing a video, fine, uh, but then you have to mention like some of the facts or figures or like where do you get that um, insight, that feedback. So it matches with the, the idea that you're cri- trying mm-hmm. to uh, put forward mm. because unfortunately some of them although they had great uh, ideas or executions um, the judges were puzzled at the end asking um, but how did they come up with this or like where did they base it on yeah. so that shouldn't be left out in and you those kind for, of for
0: interpretation right yeah. because there, yeah. there was a video that we were all discussing i had a completely different interpretation to you know, mm-hmm. all the people who had different. So it's like why you shouldn't really do that in an award submission because you really want people to understand mm-hmm. your ideas, you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but it was great. I mean, I, I think it was a, an excellent experience. Mm-hmm. It was my first time, and I would do it definitely again. It's really inspiring to see people, um, you know, coming up with new ideas and answers to problems. Do you, just to like wrap up, um, so why, where do you see the new br- uh, breed of designers focusing in the next? five to ten years wow who wants to
1: start that's a it's a tough one um <laughs> new breed designers okay so we have a really interesting challenge uh these days because there's so many different things going on in digital it's getting deeper and deeper and wider and wider and you just you know this so the pond is so much bigger that you don't know which fish you want to be in it yeah. right and I think that's a really interesting, well, it's an interesting world that we're growing into. Uh, it means that we're getting more and more of these, you know, there's a great stat that we we often reference, which is something like 60 or 75% of kids today will have jobs that haven't yet been invented and yeah. things like that. So, so if you ask me what kind of designers are we expecting to see in the future, I wouldn't be able to answer. But like maybe there's personality designers for AI. You yeah. know, like things like that become super interesting. I can't wait to find out what they are. Yeah. It's going to be so fascinating. I mean, when I was growing up when i was uh in uni the concept of a viral cedar as a job was such a different like what does that even mean right (laughs) but then you know seven years ago that was a job description i saw online i was like my goodness this thing is this is a real you get paid to do this what a concept you pay to be an influencer what does that mean you know so it's a whole lot of changes that have affected our world to be a designer within that i mean i think it's just as exciting because there's so many new areas and environments within which one can be a designer i think personally speaking 100 percent based on what i believe in and i'm passionate about i hope to see more and more physical tangible experience design um coming back so it's not all all so digital and screen oriented i really feel like we we often forget that we live in the world uh, and so i want to make sure that you know the designers that I'm personally interested in are those who have a great way to balance between digital and physical, uh, because in the world is where the real magic happens. Let's yeah, be honest. You know? Definitely,
0: I, I agree with you. I think um, when you look at the UI design, app design, etc., it's, diff- it's very difficult to really say this is, you know, amazingly different. Like everything, I think web and app design has become so. Uh, say me if that's a word and that it's hard to say is this actually groundbreaking you know because mm-hmm. everything is just so functional and so actually, I actually absolutely agree with you like going outside of digital it's mm-hmm. um and then just making it more physical and connecting technology to that I think is 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 a great um mm-hmm. area unfortunately it's
1: yeah. just more expensive <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: now maybe
2: yeah. we won't be in the future <laughs> yeah what about you so- uh, yeah, I was thinking as well in terms of um, in the past, as when I was working as a designer, uh, we were looking at um, basically knowing all the design principles and executing them at a high level, plus a bit of creativity would do the work. And we would do our, our own research, like what would the client guidelines, of course, like it's still going on. But nowadays, there's this other thing, which is the, the fast pace um, ecosystem, it's uh, the what they call the expectation economy, you know, like people are always um, finding out new apps, like new ways of uh, service design. And so people are constantly exposed to it. So as a designer, I also suggest um, looking at where the world is going, trying to be there when it happens. So then to reflect that knowledge and insight back into your design, Mm -hmm. because only those ones actually make the cut at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Now everything is too much personalized. They're getting, trying to get feedback from each and every individual that is using your app or using your website. Like the world is obsessed with gathering that data and just understanding how efficient is their design, you know. So uh, in that environment, then you have to go on that personal level and understand how people are, like receiving your app and um, just knowing those trends mm-hmm. and just answering back to the to the people to get a high satisfaction level, yeah. I think that is a challenge but also uh, the way that as he said as well now we are exposed to that uh, insights like it's it's transparent now yeah like in the past we didn't know as much we were just like this is a great design let's just print it out and you know and then you wouldn't really know like the perception of it out of focus groups yes. you know but now you have I don't know sensors on billboards like how many people are looking at it where do they where do they eyes see you know online as well these heat maps tracking like it's great to be a designer maybe at this age with this expose of information yeah to actually make yourself better and better uh, like every day optimize yourself as well as a designer
0: i think that's a very good point because um i was surprised about the lack of like data understanding like there is not like a lot of the ideas were great but like how do you track that how do you make sure it's actually going to be feasible how you think about data to enhance Mm. that um and all this data that is available i think is it's traditionally like data is not something that creatives would look at i actually now in you know more than ever is important that People, creatives have an understanding of that, that mm. they exist. Not necessarily getting it too complex, but understanding what they can actually track and how they can make their products much mm-hmm. better. I think
1: data visualization was sort of like, is the design version of what? Well, it, that's how it started, I guess. Yes. Um, but I'm trying. I'm hearing what you're saying, and I'm also thinking to myself, you know, these are students right yes. now. How can they know all these things? Yeah. I mean, yes, I have expectations. I expect everybody to know everything all the time. But the reality is that's not how it is. You need to have somebody who truly understands the value of data mm-hmm. analytics and being able to, to, to do that optimization.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, people who truly get that are, are not necessarily the designers. You know, but working with the designers to to find the best pathway to get that optimization. So it's about partnering with the right talent. And so what I would say to that is, I recommend finding the people that you, you know, your colleagues, your peers, people who are really good at those things, or may not even be designers, but have a really interesting insight around an approach to understanding a system, or a, or an idea, or testing that idea, and then utilize those processes that they use in your own work. So yeah. it's in the same way in the world you have biomimicry as an approach to kind of mixing and matching different kinds of really interesting phenomena in, 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 in the natural world. Um, And doing that with technology, uh, I think you could be doing that same thing in across different uh, roles in uh, in business. You know, Uh, that was a hell of a crazy statement at the end. I'm sorry, but uh, I just think it's interesting. We're we're all collaborating with each other all the time. Anyway, we we might as well. We have to exactly. I
0: think that the silo view of the world that we had before like you know even like even from a basic of from oh you go from ux to ui to like is not doesn't no. exist anymore everything is all about collaboration so totally. yeah. i'd say like um just to like finalize and wrap up one of my biggest advice for people uh, Future designers is and get yourself to understand data better. Even if you don't do the crunching, mm-hmm. you have to like you have to understand data. Um, that's kind of my advice. Well, what other advice would you give to designers? Um, like obviously, as students and as well as like designers that are currently on their jobs right now.
1: Um, my advice would be to you know we've got we're absorbing so much information visually in particular these days that. I would advise you to not forget to go and experience things in the real world mm-hmm. uh, because those are the things that they'll probably stay with you longer yeah. and they'll inform the decisions you you, you might make or the, they might influence you in different ways. Um, don't get me wrong, the digital stuff that you see and absorb is incredible and so much of it, but it's that so much of it issue that mm-hmm. You just, how do you sort through it all? Yeah, exactly. Whereas a physical, tangible, in-the-world experience is something that is quite unique in its own right. Yeah. That's a, I know I'm banging on about that, but I really think, don't forget the world. Yeah. There's so much that has inspired the people whose sta- um, shoulders we are currently standing on that came from all this real-world stuff. So it's still out there. Don't forget about it.
2: Yeah, great. Yeah, I would echo that as well. I would say then be where the audience is. Um, So when you are really consumed much into your own work, maybe sitting in a studio with some fellow designers in an agency or anywhere, uh, you should still uh, have a part of you, as uh, you say, to get out in the real life and be actually where where you want to, a target is where you should be as well just to understand what is the actual need Mm -hmm. uh, of your design or your service so if you you don't nail that the amount of work that you do at the end of the day wouldn't worth as much Mm -hmm. so that's what you shouldn't um forget basically yeah definitely and i think Mm
0: -hmm. that's what made the winner of today Mm -hmm. be the winner Mm -hmm. it's just like going trying mm-hmm. to understand that human behavior mm-hmm. and created something for that so. and
1: the winner was I'm joking. The-
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much guys unless you want to add something else oh, thank no you thank you so much yeah. for this thank you great. okay thank you <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Search and subscribe to Design Untangled using your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. Follow us on the web at designuntangled.co.uk or on Twitter at
2: designuntangled. Become a better designer with online mentoring at uxmentor.me.